Hey, have you ever started something? Not really certain where it's going to go or for how long you're going to do it. But before you know it, it becomes a real routine, it becomes something that you do over and over and over again. And you find that it actually benefits what you're trying to accomplish. Well, today we're going to talk about that on today's issue of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? You're in your car, I see. I am in my car. I've been doing some driving. I did come back from the beach to Baltimore for some things. So, and you know, it's our 500th episode. I know. I forgot to, a little bit. I forgot to mention that in our opening, which was unfortunately something I can learn from for the next time that we have a milestone. 500th episode. <laughs> well, no, just another milestone episode. That's all. It doesn't have to be the 500. That's it. That's it. It won't be the 500. So, Congratulations on that, by the way. And you as well. Thank you. I got a nice note from my sister Beth early this morning, a text that said she was congratulating us. I don't know if she sent that to you, but she she was very uh, excited for us. Yeah, I you know, I don't know if you've been inside the Ring of Renegades yet, but a good I friend of mine, a, a coaching friend of mine, Danny, who's actually on, put in a nice photo uh, congratulating us on our 500th episode. And there's a whole bunch of my coaching friends. There must be something going on within my coaching friends who are sharing it. Renee sharing her congratulations. My co one of my coaches, Carol, talks about That's that. That's nice. She includes That's you great. as well, just even though my that name isn't there, that she includes you as well. I know um, that's fine. I know so where the magic is. We have a lot of people who are, are paying attention, and that is uh, really special and appreciated that people would take their time out to recognize uh, where we've done. And hopefully they've gotten a little value out of this somewhere along the line in those 500 episodes. Heavens, there's there's a conspiracy thing going on here. So I'm going to have to get to the root of the problems. Renetta was one of our, is one of in my coaching group as well. So, and I think I forgot Lori. So I'll throw Lori in there. Thanks to all these people this who are. Great. I love it. This yeah. could not be better. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. And my our friend Kate going in there so yeah thank you everyone i'm not really sure what's going on here but that's uh and and i greatly appreciate it i i spent about two years with most of those people kind of all going through some of the challenges that that we were facing as coaches and leaders um and it was an amazing group very supportive and uh, you know, it was one of those things that I will always cherish and know just like this show made a significant difference in what's real for me and where we're going. So thank you is all. Is that your celebration for today? All those great people? That is my celebration for today. I don't, I'm not going to go any further. There's no need. And it's interesting 
I um, yesterday was talking with some of them. So now I'm, I'm starting to get to the root of some of this. We have this. I know you get jealous when I say this, but this other little group that I get together with on Monday afternoons and and one of my questions to them, we usually go through like, what's a challenge you're facing? And my, one of my questions was how to celebrate the 500th episode, you know, because I know we talked about it and what were we going to do? And, and then we kind of were just like, well, and I think our topic helps. And then I think we were just kind of moving along with it and just going to sort of treat it like a normal show. And, and I got thinking about that. And so I asked them like, I, I don't know how to celebrate something like this. And so they, um, we had, there was a really good discussion about it. And it actually turned into a discussion about celebrations. And I'll be candid on this show that I know I talk to people and I push people to come up with how are they going to celebrate the actions that they take. And I will admit that uh, <laughs> not I'm not strength? good at it. I'm not good at <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it. And I, and I, and I know the value. I think I celebrate, I do that. I just think I do it in a little different way. It's not necessarily, and I think that's what I discovered yesterday talking through them, that it wasn't, it's not doing something or buying something, or it's more of like an internal recognition of where we're at. And so I, I, it was really helpful for me that as I'm pushing people to figure out what, how are they going to celebrate the actions that they take, that they may struggle as well and really try to figure it out. And it might not be, I need to go on a shopping trip or I'm going to go buy a Chick-fil-A ice uh, milkshake or some of those things. And so, you, you know, and they're continuing to come in. They are, I, I, <laughs> it's so funny how it unravels you. <laughs> it unravels me because, you know, I think it's, it's kind of like the first time your sister hopped on and said, and commented, you know, these are people yeah. that I care deeply about and, and I think and value very much themselves and all and they're the celebrating things. your success. They're celebrating their success. Yes. And I gratefully appreciate that. Yeah, I do too. My, my celebration would be for everyone who's taken, whether it's 10 seconds, 10 minutes or hours listening to what we do, watching what we do. You are the ones, we would not be at this without your support, without the fact that you get something out of this and you share that with us. And then the other thing, Tom, to give the celebration that we're gonna celebrate as Renegades, I feel like we have to celebrate consistency because you and I have come to do this each day. We've been consistent about it. We've only missed one day in these 500 weekdays, only one. That's that's consistency. And sometimes just showing up and doing your job is what makes things start to happen. And I think for you and me, it was just starting that first day and figuring it out as we went. And it spawned all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, I'm they continue to come in. And I, like I said, I'm, I think it is it's amazing what happens when you do create that routine. You know, and we talked a lot about it yesterday. And, and I mm -hmm. feel like I sort of, as I reviewed my in my head our episode, I feel like I, um, you know, maybe had some confusing thoughts about routine and the value that it does provide. And and I, I think that, you know, hopefully as we go through the week, we'll continue to to uh, to do that. So consistency is great. As Kate says, consistency is king. 
And there you go. Um, I like that. That's nice, Kate. Well, well played. I wish I'd thought of that myself. And, yeah. and Tom, we should talk, you know, the, the, the routine that we've established came from March 2020 when the pandemic was first starting and you and I had a phone discussion or a, I don't know if it was phone or Skype. I think it may have been Skype where we started to ask the question, what happens? Things were starting to be shut down. We knew there wouldn't be networking events. We knew we probably wouldn't get to see each other. And one thing led to another and we started the idea of this podcast. And it was literally, the name was, it was our antidote to being lazy each day. It sure. was our reason to get up and have a routine. Or and the potential also, to be lazy, right? The potential to be lazy. Right, right, exactly. And also we had been looking for several years, me personally, I don't know how long you had been thinking about it, but I wanted to do something with you. We, we, we have great energy. We play off each other well. And one of the true joys of these 500 episodes to me, honestly, more than I think you realize is the fact that every single morning I get to talk to you. And as you know, the time after the program more and more has become really valuable coaching time for me. And for us. I, people don't realize that. They probably think the program ends and we go our separate ways. Yesterday, Tom was kind enough to spend an hour helping me through a difficult situation. So, you know, it, this is what can happen when you establish that routine it enables other things to happen. It, well, you, for you us, become closer, right? You become more connected and engaged with something or someone that allows you to have a greater understanding and builds up that know, like, and trust so that you can talk about things that you might not otherwise have talked about. I do have to share this because I did share Kate's quote. And just to be, Kate's quote was consistency is king. Danny, thank you for reminding us. Consistency is also queen. Thanks for putting that in the comments. Appreciate that very much. Uh, it's also Prince, Princess, Duke, Earl, Duchess. What, whatever whatever you want it to be is what it is. So appreciate that very much. So, Bob, do you we didn't really get to your celebration? Yeah, I said I'm so oh, right. all the people who took the time. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's come right. on, Tom. That. You are so distracted. This is great. I yeah. can't thank your coaching friends enough because we've done 500 episodes. You've never been caught off guard like this. You you, you can't look away from all the comments. It's too funny. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just, it's, it, I don't know. It's one of those things that you, uh, you know, you hope you have an impact on people. So I'm a little bit, we talk about it all the time is that if you share your value, the others will, find value in it and have some impact on who they are. And, you know, I just really appreciate that these people would take the time. Some of them aren't even in our time zone. And would... I was going to say, I was thinking that I was thinking it's early. Uh, what isn't Danny on the West coast? No, he moved recently. So he's back on the East coast, but he was on okay. the West coast. Okay. Good memory. Uh, yes. Yep. But Mary is in the, there's a Mary's on here and she's, and I have a feeling I'm not really sure. It's either Mary, Donnie, or Spada that I think are the is the person behind this. I'll have to get to the root of that challenge. <laughs> we'll see. So should we talk about the renegade routine? I mean, we could do this all day, and I and I would be filled for a long time. Yes, yes. I was going to say, this is definitely filling the buckets. And, and when we talk about that renegade routine, Tom, 
we started this program because we knew we needed a routine and we didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle sorted out. We literally did the first day and I gotta be honest, I didn't think it would last two weeks. I thought we would just come and go and be done. I had no idea that we'd start a Facebook group, no, no idea that we'd start uh, the Renegade Success Network, no idea that we'd create courses together, no idea that we would expand from Facebook Live to what, Twitter? Instagram, um, LinkedIn. Instagram. No, LinkedIn Live. Got to be LinkedIn Live. Yes, indeed. And a podcast, and right? And even Spotify. Yes. And YouTube. Yes. And and now it's a podcast. So it's become far greater than we could have imagined. And I think it's because we set some rules up at the beginning. And if you rem remember, and I really struggled with this for the first couple of weeks, I like to know that people are paying attention to what I do. And the first couple of weeks, there wasn't a lot of attention. And I got to a place after a couple of weeks where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this for you and me. And if no one ever pays attention, I'll be perfectly fine. And I've held that close to me for the last two years of this. Someone criticizes it. Someone complains. I don't, I don't really care. I, I know what it does for me. I think I know what it does for you. And I think other people it resonates with. And sure. that routine for me, and you said it the other day, uh, talking about last week we recorded an episode, my day was a mess. The routine that I established was out the window. Even today, my routine's a little altered because I'm doing some traveling. And I find the more I have that routine, whatever that looks like, routine can be, for me, it's trying to do the same set of series of things in a row. For other people, it's just doing these things, checking your bank account, checking the mailbox, checking your email three times, getting time to exercise, getting time to meditate, whatever it is, but really prioritizing those things that matter to you, just like you and I have prioritized this 500 times. There's only been one day where it didn't happen, and it was a day, I believe, where we recorded it, and it just didn't go up live, right? Uh, I think so. I think that was the case. I, I'm not, yeah. a, I can't. So even remember. then we had the intent. Correct. Correct. Well, and I think one of the things that's been, that I think is fascinating about it is when we started it out, we tried to figure out how it fit in our day. We found value in it and we tried to figure out like where it would fit. And, and, and we started, I think at seven and then we moved to mm -hmm. eight. And, and then I think we also were started to realize that you know, there were going to be times when one of us wasn't going to be available. And so we figured out how to still fit it in, even though our routine, you know, had been messed up. And I think to me, as I think about the renegade routine, it's it's that allowing yourself to know that your routine is going to get messed up at times, whether from your control or not your control and and how to not let that dramatically change. And that was one of the things I learned from last week when we recorded it. And I felt like I didn't get going because all I had to do was make sure that it was running, that we didn't have a conversation. And what I learned is, okay, well, when my routine gets disrupted, how do I know that ahead? Which I knew, I knew for a long time we were recording that. And so if I had done it differently, what I had done differently is say, okay, what am I plugging in at nine o'clock or, or 801? 
once I knew it was running to make sure that I could keep my routine of focus and really getting after things in the morning going. And, you know, so now I'll know that is that, that if I know I struggle when we don't have this routine a little bit, that I can figure out how to do it differently and not be completely thrown off because my routine has changed. And I think we all have that that happens. A meeting shows up, you know, I've done presentations where I couldn't be here. You had things come up where you couldn't be here. And rather than worry about the fact that, well, we'd just skip a day and it won't really matter that we were able to say this was important enough that we need to figure out how it fits in with all the other things we have going on in our worlds because we knew that it had value. And I think that evaluation of your day and not judging it, it's like, oh, Geez, I, you know, we're supposed to do the show, but I've got a networking thing I'd really like to go to and I, that I think would have real value and being like, ah, well, I can't mess up my routine. You know, because people say once you stop a routine, it's super hard to restart it. And I think that if you get to the point of that, the routine is I'm checking to see what's going on in my day. And then determining how I make sure that the most critical things that I want to accomplish slide in there. And that might mean that change is what previous days look like or how you address that day. I just think the key is not letting yourself be derailed because your routine gets, because what you would normally do or what you normally prioritize isn't, you aren't able to do it at the time that you typically do it. I, I think it's about being proactive, looking at your, your day and recognizing that your day could be any number of things. Very few of us in the work world anymore have the same thing day after day. You sit down at your desk, you do this task from eight to nine, from nine to 11, you do this. You go to lunch from 11.30 to 12.30. It's not like that anymore. The world that we are in is much more complicated and there's a lot more data, a lot of more people have access to us and we access to them. So being able to manage this in a broader way is really critical to success. If you're a team leader, you know what it's like. You got people coming in your door all the time with problems, with questions, with concerns. You've got to be able to manage your day in a way, because how many leaders do you know that it's five o'clock and they go, all right, finally, my employees have left. Now I can get my work done. And they work till eight or nine or 10 o'clock each night. Yeah, that's well, not and effective long term. And the one thing we didn't mention yesterday as a part of the renegade routine and how that how that is unique for us is looking at your day at the start of the week. You know, one of the things that we talk about in that renegade routine, and we talk about, we, we have a six week program that really helps you develop what that routine looks like. But one of the pieces of it, the components of it is on Sunday or during the weekend, or maybe Friday afternoon, looking at your week ahead and saying, okay, what are the things that are most important to me? And what are the things that I have going on? And how do I slot in that time to say, you know what? And we do this and I, I've already done it. My show, the show is important. So I'm putting that in at eight o'clock and I've actually put it in for forever. So I don't know about forever, but I don't know how long you can schedule out, but as long as you can schedule out, it's on there knowing that that is a priority. And if something else comes up, I have to make a conscious decision whether or not I will, we will shift that or change that to accommodate whatever else is going on. And, you know, one of the things about doing that at the start of the week is you allow yourself to say, here's what's in front of me. 
And we do this and we say, okay, what's coming up next week? Well, I have something at eight o'clock we can record the show. You'll be like, okay. And then we just have to figure out, well, if I plug in, let's do it at this time so that this day is going to look different. And I think so often we get in the habit and I know it happens to me a lot sometimes, even though I try to think about it is it's the night before. And I'm like, oh yeah, we were, we were, we recorded that. So my day looks differently or I didn't really look. And on Monday I have this meeting that I have to attend that I need to do some work for. And then that throws off our whole, you know, routine. So I think that that, that sort of short view of what's coming up, but also the little bit longer look at how do I see what I already have in front of me so that I can plan out when are those really important things that I, that are, that I'm, that are a priority. And I want to make sure they get scheduled into my week or day. And one of the other things I like about the renegade routine, Tom, and I love that six week course that you and I put together and it's really helped a lot of people. But what I really like about that renegade routine is that the things that we're prioritizing don't have to be work. It could be going to your daughter's ballet recital. Sure. It could be a relative is at the airport for two hours and a layover, and you want to make sure you get to go to the airport and see them. It could be any number of things. It doesn't matter. It's just whatever you choose to prioritize, even as prioritizing as I want to be off at four o'clock every day to be able to spend time with my family or to exercise or whatever, that's all encompassed in this renegade routine. And I think that's one of the shifts that I had to make as we started to put it together. It's like my, the things I do personally matter my time, you know, doing things that aren't professional is really valuable to me. Absolutely. So here's a question that maybe we need. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. You're you're running the board. We had a comment come in that I thought I think was helpful. Uh, You know, I think we're trying to do it and maybe you just answered it. But I think Sveta asked, you know, what makes the renegade routine different from any other routine? And I think you shared that. And I maybe just try to quickly say is that I think it's it's that you. You don't have to do everything exactly the same way every day, because one of the things that happens with that is when you don't do it like when we had to record the show and didn't do it, I was off. And so, and I, and I think then we have the, there's the potential for some people to break that routine and then they're just all over the place. So our routine is more as how do you take a a proactive look at what's ahead, knowing that you have other priorities in your life than just your routine. And then how do you, if another priority comes up, how do you make sure those other parts of your routine that are important are covered? You know, and so we encourage people to do that either the night before or the morning of to whichever their preference is to make sure that not only addressing the key things they want to do, but also the other things that are in their schedule. Because I think one of the challenges are you sit down and say, I want to do I've got these six things I have to get done tomorrow. And when you then look at tomorrow, you're like uh, um, you don't account for the fact you have meetings all afternoon. So the amount of time to work doesn't necessarily allow you to accomplish the six things that you want to do. And at the end of the day, you're like, I didn't get my six things done. I didn't do my route, my normal routine in the morning. And you look at the day as, you know, some people would say as a failure. Anybody who's listened to this knows I'm not a fan of that word. Yet, I think it can really change the way we end our day because our to-do list has gotten longer. We get frustrated. We feel overwhelmed. 
And then it's a lot harder to go back and be like, refocus and say, okay. So what our renegade routine is, make sure you know what your priorities are and figure out if you can slot all those priorities into the day ahead, knowing that sometimes there are things that happen you can't control. Did that make sense? Yes, that made perfect sense. That was really good. Tom, can you put the link to that six-week course in the uh, comments just because there might be someone who wants to take advantage of that? Um, I can this definitely is a course that. Tom and I put together where we break it down and go through a six-week sequence where you do each piece of it in, you know, I guess it takes, what, maybe eight, ten minutes to watch the video each day, and then there's one thing you have to do that might take you, if you're slow, on the longest day, 15 minutes, and you also start slotting in planning time each day, which I think is part of this as well, looking ahead. So today... I looked at my day today, I needed to drive from the beach to Baltimore and logistically the best time to do it was early this morning. I'd originally planned doing it later this afternoon, but when I looked at my day, that wasn't gonna work. And had I done, had I not looked forward yesterday, I would have come driven into town late today and it would have been a mess. So that proactive, oh wait, I need to juggle the pieces and also, I think you can put things off. And sure. maybe the priority today is different than what you thought it might be because other things intervene. Correct. And I think that's the, you know, I think people talk about making sure you have three things or whatever it is. I think it's, I think as we do it, and Danny talks about this a little bit. She calls it structure with flexibility. I think there's, I like there's some, there's definitely agreement with that, is that it's okay sometimes to only do one thing. That that may be what your day looks like, you know, and I and I can remember days as a leader of a team where I was booked solid. And then I would look at my to do list and be like, OK, I've got six other things I need to do. And unfortunately, at that time, my solution was I would stay up until 1 a.m. in the morning to do it, which just threw off the next day. And I think part of this renegade routine is giving yourself the um, ability to say, I accomplished one thing today and celebrate that one thing so that you walk away from each day focused on the actions that you took, not necessarily the ones that you wanted to do but didn't get done and are frustrated by or necessarily the results that you you received. It was more about you took the actions that you wanted to take that, were, that you determined were a priority for that day so that at the end of the day, you can feel a whole lot better about where you're at. That sounds like your one thing. I believe that's my one thing. I'm going to share that as my one thing. Okay. And here's it. Can I throw in a second one thing? Sure. Just break the whole program routine. Sure, Tom. Go ahead. Might as well. Jeez, this is what happens. You have all these people say nice things to you. Then your head swells. And before you know it, you think you can just change the whole show. Yes. So now it's today's antidotes. Go ahead, Tom. Help yourself. I promise I'll only, well, I shouldn't promise that I only do this once. It might happen again. Um, I think the other thing, it's interesting, you know, all these people on here who, again, I'm so appreciative that they would take the time to be here. We even have one of my good friends from across the pond, as we like to say, Kathleen from Ireland sends in some some well done. So I appreciate that, Kathleen. I'm trying to even think, I guess it's later in the day. So that's, I appreciate her thinking about that. It's like 12 Um, or 1, it it might be 1, 2 o'clock there. Yeah. The other thing is that with all of these people, we created a routine. 
that we would get together, that we had times that we would get together and we were created this routine of being comfortable sharing with one another of where we were at. And I think, you know, as we talk about so much is, and it wasn't always just sharing work stuff. A lot of times it was what else is going in in our lives so that we created these relationships that people would be kind enough to do something like this. And, you know, and I just think sometimes we think about routine as a business thing or as a personal development thing. I think it also can be a professional development is how you grow a community is create a routine of staying connected and engaged with them and, and being a part of it. And I appreciate that Lindsay, good friend of mine, says truth. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. Are you done, Tom? Have you done your one things or do I need to give you more space? Uh, no, I'm okay. I'm good for the moment. Thank you. I may have are another okay one come up. But... One or do you, are you okay if I do one or do you just want to have yours be all? You, you, it's up. You're free to go. <laughs> this is the most fun I've had in months. <laughs> yeah. You are totally unrattled, rattled. Too much fun. So my one thing would be really simple. If you want to prioritize things, because we say we have priorities. My family's my priority. My job's my priority. Getting off of work at five o'clock is a priority. If it is indeed your priority, you've got to be able to figure out ways to prioritize it. It doesn't come into existence just because you say it in your head or you write it on your goal sheet. It requires some action. And I think what our renegade routine does is it helps you understand what is your priority, whatever it is. You know, it could be, I want to work 20 hours a week. Okay, that's your priority and you want to make that work and you can do it, more power to you. And the renegade routine is a way that you can start to build those things into your day in a way that gives you control. Instead of being reactive, you become proactive. And I think that's really the difference for me, being proactive yesterday and saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. This is how this is going to work. And this is the best setup and having it proactively so that if something came up today, okay, I can deal with it because I know I've already allocated time for my priorities. And there are days when all my priorities do not get accomplished. Even though I prioritize with the renegade routine, there are days where it falls off the, by the wayside, but I'm not as upset about it as I used to be when it would be like, wow, it's 4.30 and I haven't done anything on my list. And I think that's the big difference is getting things done that matter to you. And that inspires you to take on new challenges. Absolutely. So Tom, and I think we've thrown a lot of people today. We've gotten a lot of comments, appreciate all of them. You wanna wrap this one up or do you have another uh, today's antidote that you'd like to share? No, I just wanted to share a couple of comments because I thought they were good. And I apologize okay, because sure. I can't identify who they are. But someone on Facebook says it's really focusing on what's essential right now. Correct. And I, and what I nice. like about that, as you said, is that there are a lot of different things that could be essential and that we get the chance to choose which are the essential things right now. Someone else is sharing that they had a boss who always encouraged me to radically prioritize. And I'm not exactly that, sure how I, they define that, but I think as I think I about like it, that. I do too, because it doesn't necessarily mean what everyone else thinks your priority should be. It's what you believe your priority should be. So I, I love that. And I'll have to share this, make you feel good. This person says, we are both nailing it. Yeah. The how and the why, well done. Learning a lot and Bob cracked me up. You just made okay. Bob's day. 
He loves there to be you go. the I was going to say, it's, so. been, it's been a day of, of being the second string here. So whoever said that, thank you so much. You, you, you inspire me to go on with my day. Well, and Lorraine says a, sec- a second one thing, start a new trend. <laughs> She's encouraging me. That's not, that's, I appreciate that very much, Lorraine. And I will take that under consideration. Uh, I'm not sure we make it to a thousand oh, Lorraine, if I do we're that. We're creating a monster here. There's no a monster being created. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you so much for being a part of the special episode yes. for Bob and I. And, uh, you know, I can't even express how much it makes me light up and smile, although you can probably see that in my face. And it is, we appreciate it is, it. it is obvious in how you are speaking. Yes, we appreciate that very much. And if you have other things you'd like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments. Because we know, as some of you have, which is really appreciated, there is someone out there looking for that information right now. Because we know Bob and I, what Bob and I share has value. And I appreciate the fact that on my fi- our 500th episode, my dog would be barking in the background. So that's, you know, one of those things that's a, it's a constant, pretty much. Part of the routine. Correct. Um, we know that other people are looking for that information. And what you have to share could be exactly what they are looking for in the moment. And when we offer our value, others benefit. So please keep sharing your comments as you'd like. If you are listening to the podcast and can't share your comments there, please join us in our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. Uh, It's a growing community of over 1,100 people who we are helping take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. And your comment might be the thing they need to help them take the next step. So please feel free to join us there. If you're not already a member, It's easy to do. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades, and then ask to join. It is a private group because we want to create a space where people can share those things, those challenges, the questions, the concerns, where they can celebrate. Celebrate all the things, the actions that they have taken and not get stuck judging their results. So we welcome you to be a part of that group. We look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades. And we look if you can't make it there, we'll see you tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. Eastern Time for our 501st episode of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everyone. And embrace the renegading you. Yes. Thanks for listening to Today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.